Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 859 Podcast. I am your co-host, Austin. And your other co-host, Jay. I'm so glad that you guys are here. Today is Monday, September 19th. Uh, Today, obviously, Monday Night Football against the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. So we're going to be taking our most of our show, and we'll be talking about that, and then kind of looking um, at uh, just some different things that we saw in the NFL uh, this last couple of weeks. Um, been a fun couple of two weeks in the NFL. Uh, so we'll get to that later. Uh, just for the first couple of minutes here, I just want to talk a little uh, just roundup of some Minnesota sports. The uh, first thing I wanted to bring up was the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, I've watched all three of their games. They have just been dominant. That defense is looking really good. And our running game with Mo Ibrahim and Trey Potts, it is looking amazing. Uh, you know, just uh, I'm really excited for what the Gophers, I think they're the best team in the Big Ten West. I think Nebraska, I don't think they're going to really contend. I don't think Wisconsin is that great as well. So I'm looking, This if this is the year they're going to win the Big Ten West, this is going to be the year, even though uh, we were talking about earlier in the, earlier. Um, before we hopped onto the show, um, we found out that uh, Chris Ottenham Bell, he is going to be out for the rest of the year, which is super sad. He's our number one receiver. Um, so, yeah, what do you think about are the Golden Gophers there, Jay? I mean, you know, I'm excited. You know, like, we the first three games, they've been, like, huge point difference. And it just shows that I think this year we can definitely compete with the bigger schools. I mean, we're all um, Division One, but, I mean, like, we can compete with, like, Alabama, like, Clemson, like, those big schools. But, I mean, our big test is definitely going to be against Michigan State on Saturday since they are ranked number 14th in the country right now. So it'll be a good test for us to see if we have what it takes to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm definitely excited for the Gopher football this season. That's for sure. And I believe uh, that's an away game, correct? Yep, so that's what I mean. It'll be a good test, too, to play away. Yeah, I think uh, we will definitely be on the top 25 college rankings if we go into Michigan State and uh, beat them. Um, So, yeah, uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about Golden Gophers uh, later on in some other podcasts. I'm super encouraged about them. Tanner Morgan's looking good. Like I said, the defense and the running game, uh, I think they're just super solid. Um, And then before we get into the Vikings, just want to talk a little bit on the Twins. Uh, Me and Jay are ready to bury them. Uh, Just super, super frustrating season. Uh, today they just lost. I just got done mowing lawn, and I believe they just lost eleven to four, making in the month of September in a pennant race where they were winning the division the whole year. They lose seven out of eight. Yeah. Seven out of eight it's to the painful. Cleveland Guardians, and it's not the Cleveland Guardians or Indians, if I can say that. Don't cancel me. Um, of two thousand seventeen or whenever they went to the World Series, and it's not that team. But they they just I mean our bullpen's just been terrible. Bullpen's been terrible. We've been hurt, but I don't care. I mean if you have an excellent bullpen and they can pitch excellent games, I mean you have no problem what we have right now for our roster. But Oh yeah. I mean it sucks too because we just had so many trades before the deadline. Like we had an excellent closer. Um we definitely got a better backup catcher. But I don't know. I'm just ready for them to be done. Yeah, I'm done with them. You know, I'll still be excited next year. I think uh, their starting rotation is going to look good. Oh, for sure. You know, they get three guys back from injury. Oh, I'm Ma- excited. Malley, Paddock, and Kenta Maeda. I'm excited. They all get that. back. Um, Joe Ryan looked good yesterday. 
Um, but yeah, you know, we're done with the Twins. Um, you know, it's a super um, frustrating, you know, end of the season. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for Rocco to get fired. Um, I just, I, I am not a huge fan of Rocco, the way that he manages uh, rotations. I mean, um, and yeah. The, the doubleheader yesterday, um, I watched a little bit of the game, and um, so the doubleheader, you know, so you get, you know, maybe three more weeks of college career. You know, he's not guaranteed to come back. You know, next year. Yeah. But in a doubleheader, he plays the first game, and in that night game, Correa is DHing. Like, what's up with that? I I don't like, know. Like, you get Correa for three weeks, and then you put out some slappy Palacio, and he goes, you know, all for six in that game. But no, you you want you gotta take a Correa and have a rest day when you're gonna have you're in the middle of a pennant race against your rival, and you're gonna DH him. What's up with that? I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with his mind. And I definitely didn't appreciate when they took out Joe Ryan when he had his perfect game. Yeah, yeah, we we all knew it. You know, he, he had like 116 pitches, but you I know, Rocco couldn't help himself. I mean, still any other games like Sonny Gray. Like I, I seen him got very frustrated with him when he took him out, and he only had like maybe 80 pitches, and he had a real good game, but. Yeah, what's your, just, what's, your, uh, what's your opinion on Rocco? Do you want him to stay or do you want him to go? Fire him. Fire him, he says. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I think we're kind of done um, with uh, the Twins until probably next March. or When free agency starts. Or, or uh, if, uh, you know, we find out Rocco and the boys uh, get fired, we'll probably talk about them later. But for now, you know, we'll talk about, uh, you know, Timberwolves are coming up here in about a month, exactly a month. Um, the Wild are coming up here. Uh, they got actually the first preseason game in two weeks, um, so they'll be on the ice. I'm excited about the Wild, but anyways, we'll uh, talk about that later in episodes. But today, Monday Night Football at the link against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, right now, the over and under is uh, Vikings under two and a half. Um, so yeah, we're just going to kind of dive in. Um, before we start with that, just doing a little bit of a deep dive on the first two weeks of football. Uh, I think today's game is going to be the the number two or the two best teams in the NFC. After watching the first two weeks, I don't think the Rams are that great. Uh, I don't believe the Bucks, even though the Bucks are two and zero. I don't I, I I don't like them. Uh, I think the Cowboys had a good chance of being up there, but you know losing Dak for multiple weeks is not going to help them. Even though they did win against uh, somehow the Bengals are just horrible. You know yeah. whatever, but yeah. What do what do you uh? What have you taken away this this first two weeks um, of NFL football? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely been a lot of shockers actually. So like, the Detroit Lions, that's a that's a very team I'm actually shocked right now, just because even though last week they lost to the Eagles by three, but heck, I mean they have really good running backs. Their right receiver just had a really excellent game with 186 receiving yards and two touchdowns. And then Jared Goff, he's been playing excellent. And I don't know. I talked to my dad about it, actually, just a few nights ago. He said he does not – he won't be surprised if the Lions get in the top two this year in our division. Absolutely. And as we, you know, prep for this uh, Philadelphia and Minnesota game, like Jay referenced, um, the Eagles and Lions played last week. And, yeah, I think uh, – I don't know how we're going to be talking about the Lions, but, um, yeah, I think the Lions – you know, with Amaran St. Brown, 
Um, no respect to Adam Thielen, but I think he's a set second best uh, wide receiver in the NFC North um, behind JJ Jets. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we'll, we get the Lions next week, but you know today we got the Philadelphia Eagles. So we're just gonna be kind of going into uh, so first off, uh, injury report pretty clean for both sides. The only thing um, that's kind of a hiccup is Andrew Booth is still out, um, which is sad. But uh, today is the season debut of our first round pick, Lewis Seen. I'm excited. I mean, unfortunately, he didn't get a start, but I'm just excited to see him what he can do in special teams. Yeah, I'm excited to see him, and I think, uh, you know, especially we're kind of getting this into the key of games, but I think he actually might be playing a uh, big factor on slowing down Mr. Hertz over there from Philadelphia. Um, but, yeah, we're just going to go to a key of games. I think we each got, you know, a couple keys to the game. Uh, my first key to the game is I think uh, even though – Dalvin did have a sneaky good week last week on the ground. Um, I think this week we'll be establishing the run a lot better. Uh, we just I, I just read a, a fact that the Eagles, they got gashed on the ground from the Detroit Lions. And no respect to uh, Jamal Williams and uh, what's the other running back from the Lions? Um, It's like sweat something. Oh, yeah, DeAndre said. No respect to them, but Dalvin and Madison are a way better duo than them. So uh, the Eagles, they're going to have them come in. Uh, I think if we can establish that run game, nothing takes the crowd out more than when you're running the ball and you're getting six, seven yards a carry. You know, that's the biggest deflator of the defense when you can't stop the run. So my first key to the game is I'm looking at Mr. Cook to establish the run. What is your first key of the game? That's a good one. I mean, with me, I know with Jeff, oh, with Jefferson having, having an excellent game last week, and I honestly think – they're going to kind of like double cover him more just because of last week. So with me, I think Ed Phelan and KJ Osborne are going to be like bigger factors of the receiving core just because they're going to be covering Jefferson well. So I think those two are going to get more ball. And... How about Jalen Rager? Oh, Revenge game. Oh. He gets a touchdown I, I, against his old team? Oh, I think when it, when it comes to the punt, yes. <laughs> Let's go. 80 yards. 80 yards 80 touchdown. Yards. You heard it here first, folks. Awesome. But, yeah, other than that, I think I agree with you. The running game, I think it's going to be good, too, just because um, Cook's going to have an excellent game. But I definitely want to see Madison get some good yards, too, just because I feel like after a while, Cook running, uh, I think they're going to definitely get in more defensive line to cover him or stop him. So, yeah, I think it's going to be an excellent game for those four guys. Absolutely. So no offense, Jefferson. So yeah, my first key of the game, establish the run. Jay's first key of the game is you know opening it up for Thielen and Osborne. Uh, my second key to the game is the Vikings secondary. You know they actually have competent wide receivers to uh, go against today um, with Mr. AJ Brown. So it'll be a good test for uh, Cam Dantzler and for Pat Pete and the Vikings secondary to go against him. They also have Devontae Smith. You know, Goddard, he's a pretty decent tight end as well. So they'll have, you know, that defense is going to, you know, it's going to be a pretty tough matchup. So I'm looking if the if the Vikings secondary can keep uh, the minimal gains for Devontae and for A.J. Brown, um, I think that's going to evolve into some, some success for our defense tonight. If they can just hold on to their receivers for a couple seconds and let uh, the best – pass rushing duo in the NFL, Daniil and Zadarius, 
Um, I think they'll be okay. But yeah, my second key to the game is, you know, can the Vikings secondary slow down A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith? What's your second key to the game? Um, With me, I actually think our safeties are going to have to have a really good game. Just because I've seen a few last week, our, our corners just got burned. And, and I think our safeties got to be strong tonight. And if they can do their thing, I think we'll be fine. And definitely I like to see our defensive line get a few sacks and stop the run for sure because they do have a decent running back, Miles Sanders. And I think if we can stop the run, stop the passing game, and I think we can do it. Yeah, and absolutely part of that running game is obviously Mr. Jalen Hurts, which leads to my third key of the game. And surprisingly, you know, today is Lewis Seen's season debut. And what I'm looking at is they're going to need a spy on Jalen Hurts all day. And the guy that I think that could follow Jalen Hurts, um, either two guys, one is Lewis Seen, or the second one is Brian Osamoa. You got the, the fast lineman or safety. Because Jalen Hurts, when he uses his legs, it's going to be a problem. The Vikings have had issues with running quarterbacks for the longest time, even though it's a new system. But for some reason, we get shredded by these mobile quarterbacks. Um, I remember even like Josh Allen's rookie year when he was horrible. Um, he was just running all over the place with the Vikings. So I'm looking at Brian Osmoa and Lewis Seen to have big games and hopefully keep uh, Mr. Jalen, Jalen Hurts in the pocket so we can get him. Yeah, I think I agree with you right there. That, that I definitely agree with you, the third one. Those two guys, I think they're going to have excellent games, and if they can keep Jordan Hurts into minimal running game, I think it'll be fine because, like you said, he does like to run. With passing, yeah, A.J. Brown had good receiving, but if we can do that, get him frustrated with our pass rushers or interior alignment, I think I think we can do it. Absolutely. Um, so that being said... Time. It's time. Uh, it's got time. the game game prediction. So after you know looking at the game, um, me and Jay were discussing. You know this is probably besides for the Buffalo Bills game at Buffalo, this is probably the second hardest game on our schedule. Um, and just for a preference, no matter what happens today, unless if they get blown out, um, my opinion on the Vikings doesn't change. Even if you know if they do lose, you know it's a hard game. But, you know, if they can stay competitive and not look like a dumpster fire and Kirk can play good on prime time, um, I think that's going to go a long way. But that being said, um, my prediction for today is going to be a 28-24 loss for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I think playing at Philadelphia, I don't think they're going to get smoked out. I think they'll play good. But at the end of the day, uh, I think uh, there's going to be a huge problem being at home, you know, Kirk, I don't trust Kirk on in prime time. I just, I just can never get myself to pick the Vikings when Kirk. Jelly proved me wrong. Uh, I just, I don't feel comfortable picking him in prime time. I think he throws a couple picks, um, but I think the Vikings will. They won't get like shellacked, um, but I am picking them to lose today. Ooh, tough. I mean, that's a good prediction, but honestly, I think we can do it. But I am going to predict us being 17 to 14. We went with a field goal with Greg Joseph. Wow, low-scoring game. I yeah. mean, Eagles, like, like during the offseason, they just picked up an excellent safety from the Saints. Um, They got a few key players. And, yeah, I think it will be a good game. 
like you said, I, I personally think it's not going to be a blowout, but I think we can win it with um with uh Greg Joseph winning field goal. My prediction right there. Absolutely. Even though you know I, I pick against the Vikings, but you know if they do win this game, you know I don't think they're going to be underdogs in many games. No. I think if they if they go in second game of Kevin O'Connell's you know reign as Vikings head coach, they go into Philly and beat them. Um, people are going to be on notice with the Vikings. I think they're going to move up to you know top five oh, easily. power rankings in all of the NFL. Yeah, I mean. I know in two weeks we play the New Orleans Saints, but luckily it's in New London. If we had to play at that stadium, I think that place would have been pretty hard to play at. But luckily it's in London, and there's a ton of Viking fans over there, so that will be a nice game. But anyways, we can talk more about that later on. But, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, it will be an exciting game, and, you know, Either way, um, if Vikings win, that's fun, good for me. And if they lose, I mean, then we I get my learn. prediction right, right? <laughs> get what now? I get my prediction right. If they lose, it's a win-win for me. If they win, that's a good day. If they lose, I mean, you better hope it's that same score. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, if they get blown out, then I, we might have a different podcast next week. But we'll see. <laughs> right. But yeah, uh, super excited for tonight's game. Uh, anything else in Minnesota sports that you um. Before we go, I just wanted to say thank you all to the ones that have just been listening to us. I think we all appreciate the the support and love yeah, from absolutely. you guys. Yeah, yeah, we definitely went away for a long time, but I um, mean, it's just baseball. It's kind of hard to talk about just because they play like six days a week, pretty much. So it's like it's kind of hard to do all that. But with like football and basketball, it's not like baseball. Absolutely, and you know, learning our lesson. Uh, I think uh, the. You know, out of all the men's sports teams, the most interesting ones are one, the Vikes, number two, the Minnesota Timberwolves. So we're going to be going into a season where, um, number one, we're not going to just have good teams, but I believe great teams. I think the Wolves will be top five in the West. Um, besides, I any, anyone besides the Warriors, I'm not scared of in the West. I'm not afraid of the Grizzlies. I'm not afraid of the, you know, Blazers. the, ja- or the Blazers or whatever, whoever. Jazz. Not the Jazz. I was thinking of something They're not going to be in the top I, I, seven. I, I, I wasn't thinking about that. I was, uh, I mean, like. I was, I was still, for some reason, I was thinking that Donovan Mitchell was still in the Jazz, but he's not. No, <laughs> but, but, I mean, if we were in the Eastern Conference, that would be a whole different ball game there. Yeah, they used to be super tough um, this year. But, yeah, we'll we'll be talking about Timberwolves, you know, in the coming uh, podcast. I'm super excited about them. Hopefully, we get to go to a couple games. Uh, oh, for even sure. Even though you're gonna be, you know, after all, all the years of being a Minnesota Timberwolves fan, um, it's probably gonna be the year where tickets are just not gonna be super cheap to get by. I mean, I know for sure. I mean, the, definitely we'll try to go to the beginning just because it will be a little cheaper. But like towards the middle end season, if they get a lot better, they're gonna go high, and I can imagine the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sign me up if they make the playoffs. Um, oh, for sure. Absolutely. But, I mean, yeah, definitely, you know, it'll be a fun game. Let's go to the Lakers, see Patrick Beverly come back home. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch the, the Lakers with Patrick Beverly. Still wondering what happened with Russell Westbrook. but I mean, I think he should have stayed with the Wizards. Not that it matters. I, I think Russell Wilson is – or Russell Wilson. Russell Westbrook, I uh, 
I don't think he's a winning basketball player. You know, he's a good player. You know, he fills up stats, but I don't think any team is going to win the finals with him. I mean, he did really well with the Wizards. It's just if he, if he had too much talent, I just don't think he gets the ball enough, and I think he gets frustrated. Uh, doesn't matter. Well, yeah, it's like, you're it's like right. Carmelo. You know, Carmelo was never going to, you know, win a finals because he needed the ball, and he wasn't, you know, Willing to the give best up. player. Um, yeah, I don't know. But anyways. All that being said, uh, excited for tonight for Vikings-Eagles. Um, and uh, we'll get back to you guys later. Yeah, talk to you later. All right, see you guys. Bye.